Hey, Dirty Hour listeners, we are back. It is Daytona. We've been waiting for this one for a while. This is a very exciting episode. We have two, not one, but two special guests live in studio to go over Daytona with us. We got a lot of hot takes. We go back in time. We talk about a lot of history of Supercross, what the future looks like for this sport, how much it's grown, and much more. The only way you're going to find out is if you tune in. So buckle up. Let's ride. Yeah! Welcome back to another episode of the Dirty Hour. That's right. It is Daytona Race Week. This is the moment that we all wait for all year long. Like this is one of those pivotal rounds that people say the season doesn't start till Daytona. And that is this weekend. We get to bring it to you here. And this track looks absolutely epic. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into this one. Um, but also making it a special race, a special episode, not just because it's Daytona, but we got two guests live in studio with us they are reoccurring and our first one today ian prince yeah it's good to be jesus back. it's good to be back yeah right on man right on i'm glad, glad to have you back in here tell me about life how, how are things going it's good i mean last time we were here we were talking about uh little man watson Dr. racing Watts. racing little pw yes sir and i mean honestly he killed it he killed it he wasn't going super fast but it just barely turned four just eligible for the class and he was rock solid the whole way around. Future Ripper, maybe. You never know. Maybe one day we're talking about him racing Daytona. You never know. I, you never I know. just want him to just love riding his bike. You can that tell that it. kid already loves it. That's all he wants to do is he just wants to ride bikes, whether it's his bicycle, his Strider, or, or, or not, not Strider, Stasic, or the, call it, he calls it Blue, his P-Dub. Is beat up. The blue. I just want to go ride blue. I got to get a big blue sticker and there put it on go. that thing. Perfect. Yeah. That's all that kid does, man. Uh, he just wants to ride nonstop. And that exactly what you just said. He, you want him to just love it? He's loving it. That's just, just it's it. all he wants to do is yeah. go, just go ride his bike. Yeah. Just ride solid. That's all I want. Man, just good, solid riding. simple life of just being a kid again. Man. <sighs> gotta love it. Gotta love it. I miss it. But like I said, not one. But we got two guests it live in studio. This one's also a reoccurring guest. Buckle up. We got Danny Rudd in studio. Cracking him. How's it going, bud? I uh, foamed up more than I thought. How's it going, all you good scrubs of the internet? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It feels so good to have, have the boys in here. This Hell yeah, it does. A little change of pace. So, Danny, how, how you been since the last time you were in here? Dude, shit's been good. Just working, living. Yeah. Thinking about buying a bike again here pretty ooh, soon. Yeah, that's yeah, about that time again. Yeah. Oh, we love hearing that. Yeah. We love hearing that. And let me just let me just say real quick, all you people out there trying to sell dirt bikes right now, your two thousand five is not worth four fucking grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, prices, I, prices are outrageous. I don't know right if you've now. looked at any of that, like cause I, I I'm I'm specific. I want uh like the first he's, gen he's Pacific, <laughs> like the ocean. I'm Pacific. <laughs> I caught myself. Go to hell. <laughs> But I want like a first gen 450X. They're built tough. They're just solid bikes. Oh yeah. I cannot tell you the amount of people that I've been like, okay, cool. It's an 05. It's almost a 20 year old dirt bike. 
And they're like, I want four grand. I know what I got. And I'm like, you got a pile of shit, but okay. <laughs> it's going to need a lot of work before yeah. I can actually go ride it. But mm. no, other than that, dude, just working, living, going out to all the Moran races. I got nice. to go out and, you know, I was out there for for Dr. Watt's first race. It was it was a blast, dude, watching Ian run around that desert. And all. Oh, yeah. I, oh I would have paid that, just that's to what see you, that shit. That's what you expect when you go to like a, rather just a peewee or just like a kid's first race. It's funny. You see the dads. The dads are working yeah. just as hard, if not harder, than the kid is just chasing them in case they go down or whatever whatever it is just running around the track and, and in this case it was not just a moto course it was a desert course so yeah. the thing's a mile and a half long and so uh ian i just gotta say thank god you're, you're six foot four and you got long ass legs yeah, no shit you can just hurdle over bushes because we saw you you were jumping like a gazelle i couldn't tell if it was a gazelle or like sasquatch out there in the snow which is you know flying across the, yeah. the, the I swear I did range. more I did more work running around than I did because the rate the big bike race was the day before yeah and I raced the whole thing and I swear I did more work chasing Watson around than I did racing the day before hey that's why it should be though hey yeah. you're and you know what Watson killed it absolutely killed Just it rock solid and when we got back like it was snowing weather was shitty you know oh, it was so it was bad. snowing Windy, whatever. I feel got like, back in. Watson was ready to go again. Like I he feel was like ready that's to do perfect more. Riding weather though, like it was it that was. perfect. Like the dirt was staying wet. Like you, if you're moving around like the kids were, you're staying warm. It sucked for all of us sitting there freezing our ass off. And the course it, didn't get like uh, <clears throat> muddy per no. se. It, 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 no, it didn't get muddy, and that's one thing you worry about. Like so, like Watson on a PW50, you know. Tires aren't great. The the power's not there. So you think of him. I, I would have thought you know, if it gets muddy, you know, tucking the front all just over and over and over again. He never went down. The course never really got muddy. It was just a perfect was, perfect was, day of racing. There was a lot of tucked fronts, but yeah, it was not by Watson. Though. Not by Watson. It's because no, he was just riding that solid pace. Like he's not the fastest kid out there. God, that one. It's kid. also, like it's his, also his first race it was ever. It's it just barely turned four. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the first race ever. You know, so get, like when you put expectations on that, it's like just have fun. Exactly. Have fun and, and That's get all it was. You, it's your very first one and just just do it. You know, finish yeah, the race. Means- and he freaking loved it. That's the whole thing. That's, that's all that matters. That's so cool. All exactly. That matters. That's all that matters. At this point, that's all that matters. And that's a win. That's a win right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, right on. Like we said, it is Daytona week. Boys, are you ready? Are you, are you guys ready for Daytona? This is probably my favorite There's race of the year. bear shit in the woods. Dude, this is, this is awesome. So now, okay, real quick. I'm just going to pump the brakes a little bit. I want to do a bit of a season rewind with you boys. It's been a while because we've each had you on for one time, uh, one episode. Yeah. But I want to get, uh, uh, so far, we're, what, seven rounds deep. I want to get a full seven-round season pre- or a review from you boys. So, like, what what do you think are – I'll give it to you guys. What are your, like, like top three biggest moments that's happened this year so far? Like, what what's caught your eye? What sticks out? Well – I mean, there's a clear number one, and I ooh, feel like Ian's ooh. gonna say it. Too. I was just about to drop it. It was gonna be the Forkner crash. Well, okay, that wasn't my number one, but yeah, no, oh, that was a really one, good one. So, okay, that one, Forkner crash. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I think we've all we've all ridden bikes before. You know, I think we've all kind of been in that position where everything's I've going good. Been, I've never been in the position where I had to triple in. Well, no, 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 not that <laughs> specifically, but you're riding good and everything's good, and then just shit goes haywire. Yeah, a blink of an you eye. Hit something weird, something wrong. Kidney and Colton still got a limp from his. Dude, yeah, I know my hip. <laughs> still, it's for those of you that don't, you know, obviously you don't know this right now, but like while we're recording, is dumping snow outside. I texted Amanda yesterday. I'm like, I think a storm's coming. My hip kind of hurts. <laughs> Sure enough, 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's no one else. Here it is. Son of a Here bitch. It is. Old. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like everyone, I feel like every dirt bike rider, especially racers, have been in that position where everything's going good, smooth, and either the bike kicks you in a weird way or you hit a certain rock, something something weird, and just you just go in. flying. Yeah. You go flying. That was scary. It, that was, uh, it really yeah. was like, you know, we've seen uh, some bad crashes in the past and watching indoors, outdoors. We've seen some really bad ones, and there's a couple that jump out of the page for me that, I, that we've seen before, but this one was bad, and yes, it sucks. It's just the lightning strike, the black cloud. It hit Forkner again, but that one was scary. Like that one, yeah. you know, because the first camera angle, you couldn't really see him hit the ground, but you know that's no. concrete there. You're like, yeah. did he like fuck himself up real bad now? He, he, he did mess himself up pretty good. Obviously, thank God, no surgeries and all that stuff, but... That was a big hit. For that the was crash big. and for what happened and how he landed, he lucky. walked away lucky. so lucky. Oh, my goodness. The first thing I thought, when the second his hand slipped off and his chest hit and he just kind of bounced to the right like that, I seriously thought, oh, shit, we, we just saw a dead body. There's no way. Because the way he was flying through the air, the, how much air he caught landing on that concrete, had he been turned a little bit to where his head hit first? or mm. like All things considering, he got out so lucky, but it just... It sucks because I was never the biggest Forkner fan when he came in. I felt like he was too hyped up, and then he won all those races right, right off of the bat. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like this. Like, okay, and then the poor guys just had the shittiest I mean, luck. The you last gotta, like you got to put it out seasons. there, like the guy's fast. The guy's got talent. Like you can't say no to any of that. The kid is yeah. an absolute animal on a bike. And even like his, but last it's just like you almost got to think. He, he, we like I just said, he's fast. He's talented. But he rides that edge so often. You think if he takes a bit like 5%, 10% off and just brings it home? I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. He doesn't look like he's riding on the edge. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Well, well, especially like you his, look at his last like, couple injuries. It definitely like looks like he's pushing, but he's not like on the edge. You don't see him getting yeah. like wild. Or when he does get wild, like he crashes hard. Yeah. Well, it's like this one out for a season and then last year he made it down half of a start straight that's not really hanging out that's just yeah. that wasn't even like diving into the first turn that was literally Before you're talking you hit the turn, 20 yeah. 20 30 yards out of the out of the gate and then you have the one before that a run in with jet not his fault that's super cross jump and yeah. oh, it, it, yeah. it it really it sucks because i was really he was my title pick and after watching what he did at the first round for east coast and then uh pass physically pass uh Deegan and and win that heat race I'm like this is this is Forkner this is like the Forkner that we've been waiting to see that we know he's capable of and it just happened again but I got one thing to bring up did you guys notice this does Feld Entertainment or does Alpine Star Medical Crew not own a backboard he had a back injury with a neck brace on, and they're like, stand up. We'll hold your neck for you and come sit on this back of this UTV. We'll take you to the medical chair. Mm. Do they not have a backboard? I've seen it before, they but why not it. put they them on sure a backboard? I mean, the, been, the man's got to, uh, L3, L4. I feel like L4. you had to be right there talking with them. Like, I'm sure he didn't know at the time because uh, so the other injury was a broken scapula or scapoid. Scapula. Your chicken yeah, wing. I broke that there. one. Yep. It's, so I'm it's, sure your, that it's your one, shoulder blade. Yeah, I'm sure that one was hurting more so they're more worried about that and i'm I, I i'm betting because don't you talk shit about those alpine medical star guys they are the best in the business they're good they know what to do they are doc bodner hands down he's going to be in the ama hall of fame for what he has done and contributed to this sport so i'm sure it was one of those like they were more worried about the shoulder and the, the head more than anything because 
The way so, he hit, so smacked Danny, that if you off. hit the, if you if you crash bad when you buy a bike, if you crash bad and I'm there, I'm gonna be like, dude, get up, I'll hold your neck. I think it was Forkner that was saying, fine, yeah, I'll get up. He was our not all right, but like I think. Like they're they're talking with the guy if if he's like I mean that's valid if he's like I, oh I yeah mean, I can't move I'm, my legs or anything they're not gonna just like all right I'm sure I, I just thought it was weird like the because I didn't see the video till after we found out what his injuries were I'm like this motherfucker had a like broken vertebrae and he's walking like you guys are like get up we'll hold you it just it was funny watching like five dudes like with a hand around the neck brace on his neck yeah. and I'm like do you not own a backboard as what's mean, going on here to be overcautious I think they should have but. Like I think it's one of those things you should have like you could have been in there. They're talking with Austin. Yeah, if he's talking back. Sounds like they didn't really have a head injury. Yeah, yeah. So he's and like when you brought up Danny, like I'm those, sure they those, went through all the checks. Those and, shoulder injuries aren't fun. I broke mine and it wasn't gnarly. I don't know how bad his is broken, but uh, I didn't have to have surgery either. But it's it's one of those when I broke mine. Uh, I couldn't move my arm pretty much at all. Is any sort of movement because it's your shoulder blade, and it that that is a. I know when I broke mine, and it wasn't a big one, but when I broke mine, it was like, oh god, it, it it's tough. It, it it is, and so, yeah, I just thought you know that was an interesting point, but yeah, that's a pivotal moment. Pivotal moment. What about you, yeah. Dan? What what's something that stuck yeah, out to you this, this season? Yeah, what's your number one? Because you thought you guys had the same one and you oh, didn't. So didn't. I, I'm curious here. It's obvious. Obvious. And he, uh, it, duh, okay. It's okay. Obvious. All right. All right. The number one liked rider on the fucking 450 gate. Oh, what, what do you have something to say? No, that was seven. Oh, okay. yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. The number one liked rider on the 450 gate. The cowboy Yo, getting cowboy. his first win. No, that was cool. That was hand like season's over, done, cool. Yep. And for him to still be in the hunt, what's he seven points back, nine points back? No, that's back? that's it. He yeah, he's still in the fight. Now that that's there. Like we we saw that coming, and, and well, I mean we saw it last year coming, and in Detroit, and that didn't happen. But this is like I'm so pumped each because just knowing each and every race we go into, that Plessinger is like in the fight. And it's not like, okay, he won a race and then is like pull, pull, bringing in like sevenths, eights, ninths, whatever. He's continuously up front in the fight. He's getting good starts. And when he doesn't get a good start, he's like fifth, sixth, whatever. And he passes. He's passing guys. He has been a getting dog up there. all season. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He's, the vibes he's, are there. His yeah. interviews, he, he, he's, they got it figured out. He's in a, a prime spot in his 450 career right now. Like this is enjoy this, soak it up because this is like this is the prime of AP right now. Yeah, he's gelling with that bike right now. Like it's the second year of the bike because 99 percent of the time the factories will come out with a new bike, shove it down the riders' throats, and they'll be like, "No, I don't like this." Like Cooper last year, I bought an yeah. old bike. I yeah. want to use this frame, and they said, "Absolutely not. You are running the new one." It's what like it's what Japan want or not Japan. It's what Austria wants. It's what you're gonna do. That's what they're doing with uh, yep. Barsha right now. Yeah, because Barsha, Barsha doesn't he's, like that bike. He's on the old frame. They let him do that, but they're making him go back to the 48 forks, not the 52s. Yeah, at that point, like, which is dumb. Let the rider ride what he's comfortable, especially like Barsha. The older guy. Also, he's yeah. not gonna be here for a whole lot longer. As a fan, as for me. I could give a fuck what suspension they're using, but if, if gas gas is up there all the time, I'm going to start thinking, damn, that gas yeah. gas is a good bike, <laughs> but he's riding around and, and winning LCQs, but riding around in like 12th or 13th as Justin Barcher or what oh. any writer. I'm just, this is just in general when it comes to them making 
them use certain frames, uh, new or old or whatever, and then certain forks and suspension. It's like, who cares? Why make them do that? If they're comfortable with the old stuff or the new stuff, whatever, and that's the best of them, wouldn't you want, instead of being like, no, you have to use this and go get a 10th place, wouldn't you want it to be more so what the writer wants and have them be fi- putting that brand, those sponsors, all that stuff more towards the front if they can pull that off? Like, yeah, let's. I, let's to me, that's common sense, but am I wrong here? Well, you're the, watching that huge drop off oh, from last year to yeah, this year. Yeah. Like, the bike shouldn't have changed that much, right? No, no. And he goes from winning a race last year, being competitive last year to. Bit like not even making the top ten. Yeah, he got he has one LCQs? podium, and that was that really came out of nowhere. But it, even then, a one podium for what Justin? That one podium is kind of pushed under the rug because look at his all of his other finishes. So mm-hmm. that's just like a one-off deal there. Um, so yeah, but I mean, AP winning that was huge. That's that was awesome. I freaked out when that happened. Yeah. I was like, about damn time. Oh, yeah. And there's not a single person fan or writer or anything like that that can be bummed about that. That that there is epic. We could see one this weekend. AP is good nope. in Daytona. We could see it. You don't think so? I don't. He's good. Yeah. He'll He's, be he'll up get, there. He'll get a podium. He'll be I up bet there. he'll get a podium. So, so with, with what's happened in the year so far, okay? Let me ask you guys a couple things before we dive fully into Daytona, okay? I just, I just want to put it out there. What has been your um, view on Jet Lawrence so far? We saw him go 22-0, and and now he's got two wins and the red plate. It's tight, but we are seeing rookie mistakes. So what is your view on that? Because before the year started, everyone's like, oh, you could do undefeated. This is an easy championship for him. He's the next generation talent. Yes, he's good. I get it. But... Now that we're seven rounds deep, how has that changed your mind? What what what's your opinion on that so far? I think we're gonna continue to see the rookie mistakes. He's gonna be really good. He's gonna be up there, gonna yeah. get the starts, but we're gonna see the rookie mistakes, and I think that's what's gonna do him in for this year. Mm, mm. Yeah, I think we found out that you know, like I said at the beginning of the season, he's human. Yeah, we're finally seeing those. He's also mistakes. twenty years old too. Yeah, that kid's yeah. gonna come out. Yeah, we're yeah. seeing those rookie mistakes. We're seeing the being impatient. We're seeing the going after the vets that you really should not go after. Yeah, yeah. And get get your 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 yeah, shit corrected real quick. Yeah, we're seeing all these like, you know, because there's no way in hell he didn't come into the season thinking I am the swinging dick in this thing. I am, you know. I am I am him. I don't know. I, I am the I think, I, I think he, he I think he did after he won A1. Yeah. He's going to be like, oh, it's going to be just like outdoors. He came into the season thinking that he won. Because he beat all those same guys out, outdoors. Yeah. And then the entire st- And then stomped them like it, it was almost identical what he did at A1 to what he did at the outdoors. He got the lead and then just managed that little bit of lead. And everyone's like, oh, they're gaining. And Jet's like, no, I'm managing this freaking race. Yeah. Like, that's, and so, and I got a little worried as a fan. After a one or like in the middle of watching that, I was like, "Oh boy, we're in for another year like that." And then, all of us thought thank that. God, yeah. thank God. Now we fast forward to now, we're not. And this championship is any coast, any coast is just epic right now. East Coast, yeah, we got some work to do there. But the West Coast 250s has been electric with, between uh, Smitty Kitchen and yeah. RJ. Rick James, I still think he's gonna pull through, but I'm, I'm loving Kitchen right now. I'm loving Kitchen. I'm all about. Uh, you say Rick James? Yeah, Rick. Yeah, Rick James Hampshire. 
Rick James Hampshire. Try again with that one, but that was, that was a little forced. <laughs> I've been calling him Rick James since the first episode of this podcast. I'm yes. all in on the Smitty though, on that side. You're on, on West Smitty, Coast. yeah, yeah. So we were there when he almost won. I know we were he there. We were basically locked. We up. were in Vegas, and he just decided to just run into that it on wall. That ski jump right into a wall. <laughs> I think both of you are. Can wrong. you? Can you? Can you? Like, 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 like you brought up. You the brought kids. up the Vegas thing, right? Yeah. Can you imagine how things would be different? Let's say Smitty doesn't do that, and he wins that championship. How much, how differently the future looks like? Because he's probably on a 450 by now. If yep. he wins that championship, most likely he's on a 450. And how that just, just changes things. You know, there's so much going on there. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, that's what happened to Osborne. He won it mm-hmm. that and night look, and then yeah. moved it. Like, he became a 450 outdoors champion. And so it changes, won Supercross it changes all that stuff. Who knows? Savachi's career, it, that changes a lot of different careers uh, oh, yeah. right there if he just doesn't go right off of a ski jump and hit a wall. That night was a pivotal night in the sport. Oh, yeah. And it was so awesome. Because I think awesome it was either. four different people could have won the championship in that one race. Cincerillo almost had yeah. it. Cincerillo, Osborne, Savachi, and Smith. They uh, at one point all could have won it, and they all just started weeding up left and right. Cincerillo, he was just so far behind because I think he ended up winning the night. Yeah, he did. Or he got second. He won the him or Hill. He won the night. He won the night. Okay, yeah. But like just because he was winning and everyone else was doing so much dog shit, like he, I think it was only like maybe three points away. Yeah, from that, was, leading. that goes so. down as like the wildest race night ever. I, I was literally I paid for my seat, but I wasn't in it. Yeah, we stood up the whole time. <laughs> so good. Oh man, it's funny because you guys right now are confirming my point. Of I hope, I hope Rick James or whatever the dumb little name you call him, <laughs> Rick James. <laughs> I hope him and Smitty gone don't win the championship out of there because the race that you are talking about was in 2017 it was yeah it was yeah both of those motherfuckers were in this race they have been in the class that long uh, smith and rj this is their 10th season in the 250s which is is which is wild to me the 250 class is not a career class it is, uh, a it is now. It is now. And the, and I, they, yeah, they're, at this point, that, it, they're making yeah, it into a this career and class. I hate it because you, yeah. Oh, you're gonna have these guys that have ten years in the class. Oh, they're fighting for a championship. Yeah, against a twenty year old. Yeah, like, like of course he's gonna be better. RJ and and Smitty have so much more experience. They have, you know, they're not out there with all the nerves. I hate that they're even allowed in the class. But let me I put this out there. No. Jet just went in there and like look laid the how, to Look him. how boring. Okay. Like with your point that you're saying, how boring would the West Coast be if Smitty and RJ were not in it? How boring would that be? Kitchen would be running. Kitchen would be running away with it. He'd be cool. gone. He deserves yeah. it. Okay. You say, better, he, you say he, he deserves it, but do you not want a, a tight championship? And that's exactly what we have right now. Different race winners and all that stuff. What you're asking for, if they, if, if they were gone, this would be the most boring championship ever. It'd be like the East Coast right now, because guess what's about to happen? Deegan's going to go on a run and just smack over everyone. No, I'll, I don't I'll, think so. I don't think but, so. But besi- besides that, it, it's like if those two guys weren't racing on the West Coast or on the 250s and stuff like that, this is a very different championship, and it is not exciting because, yes, Levi, and I'm a fan of Levi. I, I am a fan of him, and he's been riding super good. You take those other two guys out of there, who's winning every single race right now? He is. And, and, and what's yeah. the championship look like? He's, he's going into this break right now on the West Coast. Like, I got this shit locked. And then we're not talking about it. But yeah, then you'd also have more room for Bo Mare, and you'd have more room for Bo Mare's been shit in the bed ones. since A1. 
and he's a rookie. I don't really put too much faith into him. Next year, I think he'll have it figured out. He's a, he's a rookie. But all, all I'm saying is that in the West Coast, there is a gap. And that gap is those three writers are, are the people who are out front every yeah. single time. And it works out this year. This one year is the exception where, yes, Levi is the dude. If, if you take out RJ and you take out Smith, he's the guy. It's a one exception. I think That's two writers. That's two exceptions. The one year. <laughs> Fuck off. I, no, I, but no, I, I, have, I have thought this for years. They need to do a hard age cap on the 250 class. What? 20, oh, 23, 24, no. No. get the fuck out of the no. class. So, so here, here's my thing. Here's my whole take on this. This is what, uh, if, if, if I was put on a phone call or in a meeting, and this is what I would pitch right here. 450s, 250s, it doesn't matter. Age, experience. If Barca wanted to race 250s, let them race fucking 250s because there's a big money gap. That's the way it is. It's, that's how, just how it is. But when it comes to, you know, they, they say, I think 250s need to do all 17. Bring no more coast, go all 17. And it was, oh, what about these privateers and this, that, and the other thing? That's where you have a step below that that, that does a half a season. That's your futures. That's your, your coming up program. That, and the, the more privateered statued areas. Because you can say futures is this, this, and that, and other thing. You still have these factory guys in futures. They, they oh, yeah. are already on factory bikes. So you can have, if you're a privateer that think you're good enough and you can qualify up into a 17 round 250s, then do it. Imagine how stacked the 250 division would be if there was no coast and was all together all the time. Imagine how stacked those races would be. I don't know. I don't think there'd be the same amount of uh, 250 factory riders. That's fine. Yamaha doesn't need 18 riders. They do. Like if, if you were to put, I mean, they're going to when they have the uh, shootouts, they're going to put all those guys together. And but it's imagine be that many gnarly. shootouts. It's pretty much a 17 rounds of shootouts. Basically. That'd be so sick. Because the, the shootouts are one of my favorites. Another reason why we oh, like yeah. going to Vegas oh, yeah. every time because they'd have the East-West shootout right there. Exactly. So, so I don't know. I, there, there's a bunch of different ways around, around that whole situation. Yeah. Will it ever change? I, I assume one day I it will. They're, they're just going this, with the rules. This like, sport I, is getting big enough that it, it you can already see it starting to change, and, and there's things going around. And so um, uh, I'm sure we're going to be looking at different changes. I would love I'm to just, see a 17-round championship in 250s. It would, would be super cool because – so what you're saying is all the factory guys and all that stuff, they and I and I get what you're, I, I already know what you're gonna say about this, but they do it for outdoors. But I get it. That's 40 people on a gate and not 22. So it, I get I get that aspect of it. But I, the sport will, I have a feeling there's gonna be change coming soon. Got to change because you can't put an age gap on a 250. Why? I mean, you could because but like that's why? what that because you said Levi Kitchen. Levi Kitchen is not 20 years old. He, okay, sorry, 21, 22. He's, I think he's like 22. So you would say that next year would be the final year for Levi Kitchen, no matter what. He could crash this weekend, or not this weekend, but when he comes back, gets injured. and Like Forkner, having bad luck all the time, he's just forced to go privateer 450? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't, I don't think you can age gap it that well. I don't know. I'm just sick of the 250 career guys. Like Christian Craig's career has gone on longer than it should have. Because he was able to stay so in the 250 for, class. So that means Christian so Craig Martin. helped the 250 class. Like, yeah, he helped it. And so did He has done nothing on 450s. No. What is I'd he? rather watch him on a 250 and than fight. watch him on, like, yes. he I had ought one not watch him because I haven't seen him at all on a 450. He had one good season on a 250. He's had, no, just the way he rides. Yeah, He's I had a couple good seasons. I don't know. I'm getting sick of, you know, and especially. He won a championship. Yeah, one good season, like I said. I'm getting sick of, you know. 
And, and if I'm the factory, I'm not I'm not blaming them for you know picking up uh, Craig, for picking up Martin, for picking up Hampshire, for picking up RJ. You're taking rides from these amateurs that like Derek Drake came in, didn't do good his first year, dropped. Mitchell Falk came in his he first also, year, didn't Derek do Drake good. Dropped because he had a heart issue though. Okay, that sorry, is, you're right. Yeah, that was that a medical. A that was a medical thing. But I get what you're saying. There's these yeah. other guys that are coming yeah, in for sure. I here, get that. Here, here's the issue. And we this this in, is also what's happening. Our sport has grown tremendously over the last ten years, and it's continuing to grow. And you know how I know that is. Look at Beta. You got Triumph. Um, there, there's all these the other the Cotties coming the out. Cotty. Big bike brands that have solid. Uh, 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 other avenues for income and all that stuff on what they what they sell. I don't think big brands like that would be deve- the the uh, time it takes and the R and D to build a bright bike, to build a fund a team, fund all this stuff. If they didn't think there's a future in it, and I just think our sport is growing so much. The viewers, the attendance, we got the youths coming up. We have all sorts of amateur racing now and the Supercross futures. I think our sport is gonna is growing so much that it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna have to expand in certain ways, and, and that's why I'm saying I think there's gonna be a change, formatting, uh, uh, or how teams go together. There's there is gonna be a change, and you say having is taking factory rides away, and in some cases it is. You we can sit here all day and talk about certain people that should have gotten a ride or whatever. We we see that all the time, but it's gonna come down to a point where. Um, factory rides a factory ride, and, and you got to think of the team manager. They signed Christian Craig, won a championship. Signed Ferrandis, won a championship. Um, if it works, it works, and then they're out. It just, I would much rather pick on my team the older guy that actually has a shot at a title contention than an amateur coming up and he's a newbie and taking that risk. I, I, I would, or if you have two spots, have a vet. And the newbie, and the newbie can learn from him. And what that does is set your team up with a vet that can win a championship, and a newbie to follow those footsteps when that when he's gone. That's the way I see it, right there. So I mean, if you look, if you look back at history, all the greats, they weren't on two fifties for five and six years. No. Nope. Who's the last champion that we had that was on the bike for probably or on the two fifty for more than three seasons? Zach Osborne. Osborne. Was Osborne was the one that I can think of. <clears throat> Ryan also, Bilicoto. there's a lot more talent, a lot more talented riders coming in nowadays than there was last. Uh, you, and and you you bring you talk back to those years a lot more. The the yeah, level of competition has stepped up, and that's where it makes it tougher. Because rather you're 30 or 19 years old, there's some bad motherfuckers in this sport. Well, I yeah, think that's also, what you're going to about the growth of the sport. You're getting more people riding, more people racing. Limited spots. Well, you're getting more good riders, good racers. So, like, I don't think it's the limited spots. You see these factory teams hiring more riders. More riders. You also got Star Yamaha. Triumph Triumph with two riders. Even PC. Like, yeah. They they have a ton of riders. Stacking up. They run four. As long as they stop dying. Four or five at a time, yeah. 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 But then with the the factory rides coming up, which I think is perfect for these younger kids or these... these, um, amateur guys that had to go to the the bar at Suzuki or doing a privateer effort, then you know whatever, you got Triumph coming in. That's awesome. That's two new, two more spots right there. Um, Ducati when that finally comes through, Beta when they finally come out with the 250. And I know those are waiting games. We're waiting for those 250s to come out, but the path is there. That's what they're they're wanting to have. 
uh, that that Honda, that PC, that Yamaha, they want to have those 450 factory riders and they're 250 guys. That's obviously, as a new brand, that's obviously what you want. So that brings in more factory positions. And so the the, the sport, we're, we're in this, like I said, it's changing. It's changing and it's, it's changing for the better. It really is. I think we're it's all up from here. The, all eyes are focusing on this sport. It's growing so much. So you know, you got a point, so I'll change my hard uh, age limit. You get five five full seasons in the 250. So that way, if you do crash out, ah, that season didn't really count. We'll give you another one. But they have to have some so like kind a of point. You're looking at like points then. They had that though. Points. That's yeah. just going backwards because no, 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 we no, no, had a point system. Sabachi kind of got a little Sabachi screwed got on that. Screwed. They because they bit, it was they, a point system. Right when he jumped, had to jump into 450s. They got rid of the. The rule, like yeah. the next year. No, I'm saying yep. five years. Because no matter points, it Sabachi, doesn't matter if you do three years so of So once shit. you go pro, yeah, five once years. you come out five years, it might it help doesn't because then you maybe do you don't go pro until you're like 20. Which it'll, was, it'll keep I some of the younger kids better. down. I think that's better. That yes. was actually another thing. And it I was makes listening. amateur racing toit. Yes. Yeah, that was another toit. thing I was looking at. Uh, Tim Ferry, you know, fucking red dog. Yeah. He was talking about the amateur day back when he was racing and this and that. Now that his son officially went pro, He's like, we didn't go pro till we were twenty twenty one. Yeah. He's like, it, right. it was unheard of to go pro, but exactly. you have this, you have such a potential of earning that if you do move up, yeah, if you're the Hayden Deegan to where you turn sixteen and you're pro and you're kicking yeah. ass, bitching. Not everyone's but a Jet it, yeah. Lawrence or a hundred or a, a Deegan. Not yeah. not everyone. But then that it pushes person. it to an Eli Kitchens who. Would he waited. Two, would a year and a half, another year and a half he, in the he's, amateurs he helped down. out? He stayed down. He raced uh, like at Loretta's. He stayed down and did uh, two years of B and a year yeah. of A mm-hmm. and, and pro sports and all that stuff before he he came up. And I don't know. I'm just, I think that as as that age group it develops a lot, uh, I think it develops uh, maturity on the bike. Yeah. Instead of making those young rookie mistakes, I think there's a lot of maturity that builds up in those pivotal years instead of yeah you're a top amateur writer but instead of throwing yourself into the sport as a young rookie uh, that uh, all the spotlight and all that stuff some people just can't some people can't handle that they yeah. fall into that pressure sometimes taking that year or two to develop a little bit more mentally physically uh and and all that stuff i think that that does develop a lot more and creates him into a better racer there's nothing yeah. wrong with starting at 21 22 no. there's nothing wrong no. with that no Fuck no because oh. you got to figure, like, look at Tomac. He's winning races into his 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Well into his 30s. Longevity right there. That's so you nice. have that good 10-year chunk that you can really lay it down. So if you don't start till you're 20, at least in the pros, like, obviously, you're riding before then. Yeah. You don't start till you're 20. Like, you have a lot of time to grow before you put it all the way on the line. We're not going to have as many of the... Ryan Villapotos and the uh, I, I kind of throw Dungey in it too. He was young when he retired, but you don't have these yeah, guys. That one get is rookie. Out. One is rookie season. Both of them. Yeah. No. I, indoors, outdoors. Yeah. Dungy. Are you talking four fifty or two fifties? Uh, four fifties. Ryan Villapoto didn't win his rookie year. No, I was saying Dungey. Dungey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said both won there. No, okay, no, no, yeah. no, no. I was about to say, I'm, I'm a huge Villapoto fan. I'll drop some knowledge <laughs> no, on no, you. No, no, no. Don't fuck around. <laughs> no, I on totally that. respect Villapoto. Dude, <clears throat> wicked fast. 
I like his involvement still in the sport too. Yes. I like that he's still around. He's, I like his attitude. Now I, I love Dungeon. Dungeon's my guy, yeah. and for, he always will be. But he's just not necessarily in the sport. Like he'll come in in the booth like every once bread. in a while. He's white bread. Yeah, he he's gonna be like the mayor of Minnesota here in the next like five years or whatever. I think so, um, but no, I, I I he he's not necessarily like deep or like super involved with the sport anymore. Where Villapoto is, I I dig that. I well, do like Villapoto. Yeah, Villapoto is way better of a racer anyway, so it's better to have him around than Dungeon. Uh, uh, you can make was an, he, he was fast. You can make an argument for both. Obviously, they're both going to, you know, uh, I know Dungeon just got it. Is Villapoto in the Hall of Fame or no? No, he will be, though. Uh, he, he will be. I, think I wasn't he sure if he, is he, he as is. I know Dungeon just got in, Yeah. but I wasn't sure if Villapoto, he will get, oh, he should get in. A unanimous, um, yeah. But, yeah, so. No, he was better than Dungeon. Well, right on. I love this uh, year, year um, Real quick, review though. here. Yeah, what's just, up? Just to go back. 08 Redbud uh, Motocross Nations is all you need to know. Oh. Yes. That's all you okay. have to talk about yeah. for uh, Villapoto over Dungey. Yeah. No, what was the race there? Wait, over Villa- Dungey? No, no, no. Villapoto yeah. won overall then no. his 250. Overall, the Motocross Nations on his 250. Yes. By a lot. Like killed everyone. It was like... Yeah. Killed everyone. It was an easy 10-second yeah. gap he had on everyone. Yeah. He's an that animal. one race on showed that he was the best there ever is. Imagine sure. if he didn't stop. Just saying. Like, Imagine. It's what I thought he yeah. retired too early. Yeah. I thought Ricky retired too but, early. It but you put out. it this way. It, burnout. It's, it's burnout, but you put yeah. it this way. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's got all these titles. He's he, he they, People make arguments for him being one of the greats and all that stuff. He won the million and, too. He got the monster million. And you put yep. it this way. You put it this way. You know he's got money in the bank. And now he can enjoy the sport that he's regaining his love for. You know, you get burnt out, and you can tell he's enjoying it and loving it and stuff like that. Yep. And it's getting to the point where now he he's fit he's healthy he still has his body under him yeah. he's good to go like well, I, make, I i i mean it's, uh, it for sucks him, great as, it sucks as a fan seeing someone like that retire at such a young age but for him perfect like, i i get where i, I get it i, I can, respect it i can find the 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 reasonable yeah. side of things i what, can i can get it what makes me really happy is i was listening to another interview with him and they're you know when he when his because uh, he's got twin boys when they first were born and, you know, starting to do the little Stasics, he's like, you know what? If they want to race, cool. I will put all my focus into that. I will do whatever it takes. If they don't want to, I'm not going to push them into it. And one of his sons is getting to the point where he's pretty quick on a 50. And I was listening to this interview and Ryan's like, you know what? Looks like we're getting into the thick of shit. I would love to see him be at all these races, be a Brian Deegan to where he's there. He's more involved. And we'd have another little redhead ripping around the track because goddamn i miss that that'd be cool going full moto dad well, obviously yeah. that's that's what we hoped you know the 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 names that we grew up with it'd be really cool that our kids end up like being fans of them you know yeah. Yeah. we're already Another seeing that with uh we're already seeing that with a, a, a deegan and fairy which yeah is, is pretty cool to see that so you never know we, you got the, this whole other group, they all have kids and stuff like that. You never know. You never know what the future yeah. holds. But uh, all right, that was a fun um, uh, season review. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, and uh, let's let's we'll be back with some uh, hot takes for Daytona.
right, we're back. Um, ready to deep dive into Daytona. You boys ready? Let her rip. Well, okay. Dale, yeah. All right. So real quick, before we fully dive in, I'm just going to give you some information. We are looking at a 40% chance of rain on Saturday for Daytona. So things could get interesting. Fuck. Now, it, it was it was like two days ago. It was supposed to be 58%. Now it's 40, so it was going away, which that's good signs. We'd like to see some good racing. Um, so just keep an eye on that. It'll be 70 degrees, too, so that's going to be really nice. Um, notable reports of uh, riders in or out. We got Adam Censorillo coming back from his hand injury. Believe it or not, on a 450, this is his first time ever racing a 450 here. That kind of blows my mind because right? he's been in Florida forever. Like, this uh-huh. is his state, his town, his area. And it's his first time on a 450 at this race. And he's been on a 450 for, are we going on, like, five years? Something, yeah. Something like, is, it, is it five oh, years? Four so. years? Four years. 2019, Four years? I think, was his debut. Was it? Yeah, I want to say it was So they were going on five years. This would be the fifth year. So, yeah, first one uh, in for him. Uh, Christian Keg still out. Uh, not that he was going to do anything anyway. Yeah. Who, uh, who, yeah, who right. back on the 250, please? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Colt Nichols, uh, he's still out. I'm, I want to see him out on that beta. I really do, and I don't think we're going to see it till outdoors. I don't think so either. It's, which is a, re- a real, real bummer. Uh, this is a Supercross Futures race, by the way. They are doing Futures. Uh, Casey Ross. Cochran is in uh, bummer out of the 250 uh, Rockstar Husky. Just uh, the black cloud this year is following Rockstar Husky. And, uh, Except Gian- for RJ. RJ's the only RJ's one. RJ's doing all right. Well, not knock on wood, dude. He still has to finish the season out. Not, so far. Knock on wood. So um, far. Guillaume Ferris, practice crash, broken femur. God and he's dang. probably out for the whole year. God, oh, I, yeah. I wanted him to just get to outdoors. Well, maybe he might make it outdoors. He might make just like the, femur? the second half of. Uh, uh, from what I've heard, is uh, just femur out for season. So we'll we'll see. Femur is we'll an see. easy one. You put bones. a rod in that thing. Bones are good. okay. Yeah. yeah. It's once you get the tendons and joints, that's where everything gets all a little bit. Yeah. Vertebrae. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah vertebrae, big one. Um, Evan Ferry out. So Triumph yeah. Rider gone. They just need to find a filling guy and get a bike out there. Um, yeah, obviously, Awesome Fork yeah, is out. Swole's back in, right? Swole is back in, which is uh, good to see. My only problem is, is he was he was knocked out for a while. He was knocked out for a while. That guy knows how to crash. And I just, he's already out of the championship, and I just wonder if he's coming back a little too soon. I, I He was knocked out for a while, and I just feel like you're, if you're knocked out for a while, you should just take it back a little bit. Speaking of that, we should have Jeremy Martin back. I'm so stoked on that. He should be back. He did put out that he might be back last week. He decided to take another week and come back fully healthy. Uh, first of all, that was a brutal hit. Brutal hit oh, that he took. He good God. That was so good God. That was one of the worst like head slaps I've seen in a crash Ugh. in a long time. But I'm excited. He took the extra week off just just for recovery and training and all that stuff. He should be back and I I I like him in this race. I really do. So, yeah, we got Jeremy Martin's back. Enzo Lopes still out. Just He's super like, cross only. On? What's going on? He got forearm surgery. I, why? Uh, Would you do that right he keeps before getting the forearm uh, arm pump? Would you rather be racing and competing than... He's getting paid regardless from but, factory star racing Yamaha. So you, so you burnt a bridge to jump onto this factory bike, and now you decide to do this forearm surgery right before the season. And he's Supercross only. <laughs> and you're Supercross only. 
I mean, it's a season. I mean, you only get half the races, right? Because you're 250. That's yeah, yeah. That's I, a tough one. I that's mean, for him shape. though, he wasn't going to win this championship. I, I think don't he think he so. Knew that I, I don't think so. This but was his he, chance to show I think what he he's got. It, he so needs he, to survive a season, though. That's we've been seeing. He's he's getting that Forkner rhythm where he's he's talk of of him doing good and looking good and and all that stuff. And then he just has that black cloud following. He keeps crashing, having stuff. Honestly, I didn't think he was going to be back after his broken arm from Hangtown. I did not expect that because that was bad. And he's getting older yeah. in age. So that's another person older in age. So, um, But no, I just... I Did Enzo Lopes break his arm at, at Hangtown? We're or not talking about Enzo. We were just yeah. We were just talking about Enzo. who are you, you were talking getting, about. Oh, I was talking he's about, talking Jeremy, about Martin. Jeremy Martin. He's oh, getting you a little, went backwards. Oh, he's fucking shit. lost in the sauce. Yeah, over oh there. shit! I was yeah, looking. We were talking about Lopes. I was yeah. confused. I was like, wait a minute. That's why I was wait. like, he didn't break. Well, he wasn't even down. racing outdoors. Oh, while you guys were talking, I was reading the injury report really quick, oh, so I missed a brief little part just there. Lost in the no, sauce. Enzo, I don't know what the hell's going on with him. You know, Supercross only. I just don't know what happened. Was I don't get it. He got the he got the ride, and he realized that you know what. He didn't have a lot of time on the bike. He wasn't gonna. He he wasn't a championship a contender. He was on a Yamaha. I think he's just happy because Yamaha he got away. Yamaha. He got away from Filthy Phil, his, his brother-in-law. He's like, finally, I'm away from this guy. Maybe that's that, it. That, there's, I think there's some internal beef going on, and he's just like, finally, I can train and whatever. Well, he's not training. He's out. Huh? But, but well, you, I, he's on the bike. I know that he's he's on the bike. He's supposed to be back. He's like he's like week to week at this point. <clears throat> and I was hoping Daytona would be that time. You know, I'm I want to see him on this bike yeah, yeah like you said same bike but it, it's is it. it is different but not that I'm, i don't think it's that different not it's apples like a, it's like a tangerine to, to oranges a, to oranges yeah it's I like same same but yes. different peaches but to, I, know, I bet he got on that bike and he had a hard look and he said you know what i'm not a contender i haven't had enough time with the team and everything so why don't i get the surgery done now i'll come back in a better fighting stance which honestly is better because if he comes back later in the season you know, we're into that attrition rate to where there are going to be guys going. So, like, right now, Austin Forkner's already out. Uh, there's a bunch of other guys already out. So, if he, I think he played it kind of smart I for his situation. because if he comes back, he has to do good, even if he comes back for but there's a better, couple races. there's better odds for him to do I, good now. I get that. He just, he, the pressure's on him now that he has to do good. Because, obviously, we've seen if he's just been racing, Yamaha just signs anyone. But um, he has to do good. He's on a one-year contract. If he comes in here and does not show promise, there's not a guarantee he even has enough time that he'll even be back on that team. Like This could be his only shot for this factory team. And he's on a one-year, Supercross only. So let's say he does come into these other races and then just starts shitting the bed after taking all this time. I, I I don't know. You can see it from a couple different ways. I just I wish he was out there on the track. I Because like, he, he did good last year. He, he was getting good starts. Oh, yeah. He was fighting the front. I, I don't. He didn't get a podium, but oh damn, he was he was, he was fighting for. It. He got a bunch of fourths. So I like that he's gambling on himself. He he's taking the time, getting better, and he's saying, you know what? If I wait this out and I, I get in better physical health, I have the forearm surgery, I do all that, I know I can come back and win. Hey, if it pays off, he looks like him. a genius. If it doesn't yeah. pay off, he looks like an idiot. But that, the, but that's what you get when you bet on yourself. It, it really is. That's yeah. what happens. There's something to be said about that. Like he's. He's going for it. He is going for it. And yeah, if he's, he's able to put results up, he know like you we all know the bike's good. He's that giving himself a, the best oh, yeah. race winning yeah. bike. So yeah. No, I, I, I like that. So um real quick, let's just uh 
our East Coast, East Coast points are toit. Now, I understand it's only two rounds in, and I totally get that. But when you're talking the, uh, well, I would say top nine, but because of injuries and all that stuff, there's seven riders within 11 points. I know it's after two rounds, but it is pretty cool um, that it is this tight. It's kind of weird that Max Anstey has a red plate right now. He's got a second and a seventh. Just rock solid, I guess. And, that, and solid enough. It's even stranger. Pierce Brown with two fits yeah. running in That's. second. Only four points back. And even weirder than that, we got Cody Shocks. Only six points out of the championship. Six or nine like, points out, whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, no, I, I, I just... This championship's funky, but I... I well, that's I'm, what happens when you have a giant first-turn pileup in your first race to where all your championship contenders not even did anything wrong. They didn't do anything other than just be at the wrong spot at the wrong time. Except for uh, Vial. He went surfboard. He went surfing across like six different He did. Yeah. <laughs> he just straight started up. from the inside and went all the way out across yeah. pro fenders. But with that first race, like that's why you have Pierce Brown oh, and Maxine I, I, up there because... Yeah, I, I know that, but I'm just saying like, it's just it's just wild it, to no, me it's, that it's, it's shaping insane, up that yeah. way, and it, it does make things it tight last, for it, it'll be uh, it'll be tight like this. But after this round, it's gonna look like normal because I mean, let's just be honest here. Deegan's gonna go win this one. Anstey might get up third or something like that. It's gonna go Deegan, McAdoo, Anstey. I think you're you're putting too much on Deegan. He's fast. He's really good. We're but in the danger zone, baby. <laughs> the danger zone. He, called, danger he put us zone. all. He, we're still. He we're still put us in there. Rookie season. Uh, do you Second count last? Season, do you I count, count it. Yeah, he raced the entire. How do you he, not count last? He raced every race. Thing? No, he raced futures first, and then he jumped in futures yeah. west coast, and then jumped in on east coast. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the whole season. Yes, it was. No, yes, it, it was. was the whole season. It was the whole so. season. He no. got second in the championship. It was the whole season because he was solid. It was the whole season. Who else did he race with? I'm sorry. What, are, are That's we, right. Oh my god. No, he did race the whole season. Cuz he he raced it was the I final, could be wrong. I'll have to look it up. It was the final round you of uh, futures on the we'll west coast and it got like he didn't do good. He crashed like 2 3 times or whatever. He didn't Wasn't do great. good. And then they just yeah, threw him in. Then he went to East Coast round 1 of, of East Coast and raced a year out. He did. He lost that jet. That's what it was. Hunter. Hunter. Uh, yeah, that Hunter. one. Whatever. One of the fucking from down under. I have to watch it back. Watch some tape. Watch some tape. <laughs> it's like you gotta argue. watch a tape. It's like arguing with a brick wall. He raced the whole fucking season. Yeah, he we'll did see. The, he did I don't. I don't think this he is the whole season. This is he a did sophomore that, season. Did. It's a sophomore year. Okay. In yeah. what way do you think he didn't okay. race the whole season? Though? No, I think he raced most of it. I think, he raced, but he started the futures and then he jumped in. No, yeah, he, he raced futures. He was in West futures Coast, that same year on West the West Coast. Coast and then went East and Coast. East Coast jumped in on two fifty. Might be right. You might be wrong. We gotta look at the stats. <laughs> gotta look at the stats. Gotta look at the stats. Damn. <sighs> I'm gonna be really. I'm gonna be really just pissed That's if, right. if right. we're right. wrong and he's right. But I know I we're right. Bet my I know house we're on right. the fact that he right. raced the whole oh season. Oh my god. So so okay. You're saying too much pressure on Deegan. So then don't count out Max Dancy. <sighs> but not like I don't think he's just gonna just ride away with it. He's gonna be that like he's in the points lead because he's just solidish. Yeah. Pierce Brown. Uh, I don't have any confidence in it. No, so here's why I'm at with Max Dancy. I understand he has a red plate, and I get that. But here, here's here's where I draw the point. You're, you, like you said, he's going to be in there. I don't think he's going to. I understand the the uh, pre, uh, before it went to the 
East Coast. It was all the preseason hype of, oh, he could, he could be a championship contender. He's ripping, all this stuff, okay? Round one, he got second. Oh, shit, it's real. It's for real. What happened round one? Massive crash. Take out all, all these contenders. Round two, you got all the contenders back. No first round crash, or first turn crash. It's like seventh. I don't know. I, I'm point. just I'm reading good between point. the lines there, and oh, I just yeah. you know I don't think he's gonna be. I, I I just don't think it's that Max Ansi hype that we think because we visually saw that obviously Deegan's faster than him, McAdoo's faster than him, but, uh, Daxon Bennett he shows some speed sometimes, and Daxon Bennett's uh, in that. Uh, sa- I feel uh, like he's in that same boat. If you're putting Max Ansi in that boat, you got to put Bennett in there too because he was podium. He that was, first race. No, 100%. But because of that same hundred percent, They benefited yep. off of what happened. Yep. Um, also, which is, it shouldn't be shocking because he's, you know, factory and all this stuff, but it was just like, it was awesome to see. Dude, Chance Hymas is ripping and his starts are there. Yeah. It, what was weird though, and I, at first, I thought it was his fitness. He got great starts at that first round uh, in Detroit. He was ripping and then heat race and main event. He was up front and then just started dropping back. I thought it was because of fitness tweak the knee a little bit but then yeah. he's back and all that stuff but he was ripping but i just i do think mcadoo is the second best guy but i don't think mcadoo's got much for deegan the only the only McAdoo's way he's gonna send it for it the only way I can, he has to he's he, going he to. has to like and that's his mentality yeah I mean, what are the odds balls out what are the odds i'm just just spitballing here is McAdoo and Deegan get into it, take each other out. They each give each other like a DNF or whatever. And Max Dancy isn't a title guy, but he's a eh guy. And Pierce Brown or any any of these other guys start saying, like coming up as the guy because it's, it's it is an option because, like you just said, Deegan and McAdoo are going to be decking it out. They're going to be sending it, and they are sendy people. And I think those are the type of guys that. You bump one in a turn, they're coming at you twice as hard in the next one. For sure. They just have that mentality. I think that's that's what we're in for. Sounds like good racing to me. I can go ahead and guarantee this. Max Anstey won't get a top five this weekend. Guarantee it. What do You, you want to make a bet? Yeah, I'll throw money on that. I'll throw 20 bucks down. Says he doesn't get a top five. I'm in. Because honestly, right now, I think Cody Shock is faster than him. Whoa, like whoa, he is, whoa, yeah. I said whoa, what I said. Shock is good. What? Shock Cody is really is, what? Like, he got good. on that Yamaha dude, and he Shock is, is really good. God. But like you look at it, Chance Hymas is faster than Max Anstey. Yes, he, he just is. had a shitty first race. He is. Gary McAdoo will wax McAdoo's faster. Uh, Hammaker's faster. Deegan's yeah. faster. Benick, I could see beating Anstey. And, you know, because yeah. Benick is an outdoor. He's an outdoor dog. Yeah, no, I, I just I, I can't see him getting a top five. This is mm. this is one of those like I I forgot who I was trying to think of. It, it's one of those like anomalies where you're like he has that red plate, but he will not keep it. Oh no, but, I I don't think. Well, it all depends because you you look at the, oh, let's just base it purely off of race winners that that potential winners, and the only real race winners that I could see coming out of this group is Deegan and McAdoo. That's it. Uh, and they're they're far enough out to where if Man, uh, if Anstey can get uh, if he can get third or fourth, I think we might have a tie in points. If not, uh, he's, he keeps the red plate. If Anstey's out of that top five, then yeah, he loses that thing. There is a possibility he keeps it for one more week. No, but let's, we all just need to accept the fact we are in Hayden's world now, and we just have to live. That's what I said at the top. We're in the danger yeah, zone. We're in the danger we're zone. In the danger just zone. stop fighting it and just let it happen. This is this is his championship to lose. Okay. Without also, a, without think a about it this way: 
the faster Deegan wins these championships, the faster we can get him mix it up with these Deegan or with, with these the, Lawrence's. The and, and, and let's just let's just shake this thing he up is a little the bit. USA's savior. Yes, yes he please. is. Yes. Come on. Come He's on, the America. fucking Rue Hunter, dude. He's going to go up there and <laughs> the get them Roo kangaroos, Hunter. bud. Oh, my God. Hell I yeah. love that. I love I that. I mean, hey. He Put was... that on the butt patch. Yeah. Dude, he, he needs to. <laughs> a Rue tag or like a, a kangaroo to... with like a target yeah. like in, in the scope. I need to trademark that real quick and then sell yeah. it back to Brian. But... You you do that yeah. and I'll, I'll, get the, uh, I'll get the domain page going. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when you think about it, because, you know, yeah, he didn't have anything for Jet in outdoors because... You know, Jet went to 450s, and never we never really got to see that 250 battle with him. And but him and Hunter going at it, him and Hunter went it was at good. It. Yeah, and you know what? A good battle for a rookie, a rookie. Don't you give me that whole partial you will, season, yep, you yep, dumbass. Yep. But <laughs> but for a rookie, he didn't come into that class and go, "Oh my God, I'm racing against you guys." He goes, "You guys are racing against me. Yeah. You got to watch out for, for sure." Me. He did. He takes it headstrong and edges right at it, but. So Washugal was still like my, after watching Washugal. That blew my mind. That yeah. was one of those like yeah. this motherfucker's here to party. Yeah. He yeah. is here to stay, and he is here. He doesn't care who you are. He doesn't care what your name is. He doesn't care that you think he's a legacy kid because oh Brian Deegan groomed him into this. No, no. that kid's got that dog. It was, it was tough for me to make him a championship contender right out of the gate though for Supercross. It was tough. Um, I was saying in earlier earlier episodes, I you know. Uh, especially season preview, I it found it tough to just say oh, he's a title contender. It, I found it tough to say, it, especially racing against uh, Forkner, McAdoo, and all that stuff, um, because he didn't even have a race win yet, uh, a Supercross race win. I understand he was good, but you, you yeah. know, he didn't even have one. So it was, it was hard for me to say, oh, he's a t- top title contender or anything like that, when he hasn't even won a race. Now... I it's hard to even speculate on this one because Forkner's now out. Now Forkner was still in. Even if Forkner got second, then it changes things or whatever. But um, no, I, I I just it's hard for me to believe that there's much hope in this East Coast Championship now that Forkner's gone. I think Deegan just starts rattling these things off, and now we are now in Deegan's world again. The only reason that Deegan isn't in the lead right now is because of that first turn crash. Uh, had it not yes, been for that, hundred percent. Yeah, had it not been for that, he'd have the red plate. A hundred percent. That yes. is a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is a good point. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's flip this sucker over to the four fifties real quick. Um, the actually, big real, real quick. Look at that. Look at that the track. The track is so long. I am so happy they I love changed Daytona. it up. That is, uh, it's a unique course. Yeah, that's for sure. They're using all of that infield basically. Uh, yeah, as much every as bit of it. Um, Long course. So, Ian, before we recorded this or press record on this, you had some takes on that tunnel that something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. So you have that start, goes into the 180, and then straight into that tunnel. I feel like someone's going to get annihilated in that tunnel. You're trying to jam 20 dudes. Cody Shock 2.0, baby. Like, what What do you think? Like, you can probably get three bikes in there side by side. Uh, I would say four. Going full speed, like, you think five, so? Four? Four, full speed, five. Uh, I don't think you can get five. I don't think handlebar to handlebar. I think they're going to be, but, you know, like, if you're like staggered, staggered yeah, a little staggered. bit, you can probably fit four comfortably. But yeah, we're talking 20 bikes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I love it's that. It's going to be interesting to watch. Oh, Ricky literally built that and said, good luck, yeah. everybody else. That's going to be a choke point for sure, and I think that's going to help whoever does get the start. So using that tunnel jump, I'm looking at what's interesting to me. I think this is going to play into some, some fun lines. 
is the other side of the table the table or the box jump. You go over the top and you have these giant S turns, big long left, big long right, but there's a berm in the middle. So you can just rail those, but it's offset. You can separate from someone, take a different line. It's not like you're taking a rut. You're taking a whole ass berm inside or outside and whatever's faster. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like those when there's a, I like dual lines, separation lines with different rhythms or anything like that. In this case, there's no rhythm that just turns, but I, I do like those uh, It just makes choices. for better passing. It, it does. It and doesn't make it one separates. line. It exactly. Kinda, you know, yeah. It opens it up. There's passing lanes. There's, there's, like, just looking at it, there's a lot of areas to pass. So it's, if you do get a bad start, you're not muddled back there, single file, you know, really having to overexert yourself to get that pass. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is, too, when they split it like that, so maybe earlier in the day, the inside line is going to be better. But as it gets broken down, because it's Daytona, doesn't have the bottom, it's going to get more rutted out, more choppy. Like the other line is going to get faster. So they kind of equal each other out throughout the night. And you almost got to think, so there is, you know, you go across a uh, start straight kind of, uh, in between the long left and the long right, there is a chance where you can go inside to inside or I think they're gonna. I think outside. they're gonna put a, think, uh, wall, like a, a tough block. Tough block. Okay, I yeah, wall so. it up. I, I hope they do because then it, it really makes it a long split lane. But because I saw the gap there, I'm like, oh, you could you could just inside that's inside. That's what this I would thing. do. Inside oh, yeah. inside. Oh yeah, it just, it just, you're cutting a lot of time off right I there. I bet they'll keep it open for the inside inside. You they'll, think they'll so? leave it open. But yeah. then it was just going to turn into one lane like that. That those like, outside berms are going to be. But like you there said, there for no reason. Yeah, like you said, one side inside gets hard, and you've got two guys in there. You'll have some dude that hits that tabletop, clicks up a gear, and rails the outside, passes two or three guys. And then just holds that momentum around the other outside. I mean, it, it could happen. I, I think they're I think they're gonna wall it off. They should. I don't see why they, they should. would throw that wall in there because then it makes it equal on both sides. You're looking at two of the exact same 180 turns, and it's just whoever can get through them faster. You have to do one outside. You have to do one inside. I, I mean, and I think that's what makes it even. I think it'll be a a, a race changer because you're gonna see that. Also, it adds in a different thing too, like. We happen. We saw this happen last year with Web Lappers. It if if it isn't split in your or if it is split, let's just say it is split, and you can't see what's going on, and you go to the inside, and the guy behind you takes the outside. Well, that inside, as you go to the outside again, there's another rider, and you know, the guy behind you has got a clean way. It could leave a whole door open with lappers. There's a lot of different variations that could go on with that. That is exactly what happened last year with McElrath. McElrath. It was going right into Cooper that Webb. dual lane section, just yep. like that, that little S-turn. Yep. Cooper, Cooper should have been smarter. Sucks to suck. Yeah, he learned, and look what happened to Jet. He did that same shit. Put put Freezy in the way as a roadblock. Yeah. Hey. That was a smart move. That was, oh, that was so good. I think that was all Cooper Webb just... A hundred percent. Doing his race crap thing. Yeah, the, he I, found himself in first, and he was like, "All right." I said that on our, on our home. last podcast in our, our, our Arlington review. I was like, "He may not. Webb may not be the smartest, or not, not the fastest, or any of that." Oh. But when it comes to being a technical race, he's very talented. But when it comes to just race craft and smart, I put him up there as one of the top. Like he, what he does, he just he kind of maps out his race and he's just so methodical with what he does and hey sometimes it doesn't work out but we've seen more times that it works than it doesn't and he's he's a smart racer that's for sure you can map it out as much as you want at this race especially this year it don't matter daddy's coming home 
Ooh. Daddy is coming home, and it's in the form of that number three screaming American Eli Tomac. Um, how do you bet against him? So how? seven how? consecutive. How? How? Even if it is a mutter, Tomac's really good. In I the hope mud. he wins. And you don't hear me saying I hope Tomac wins this wins in general. You don't hear me saying that a lot. After the he, ride he had last weekend and how he just turned it on, like everybody. he said, I'm letting you know the old man's still here. I ain't old yet. I ain't dead yet. They ain't buried me. Ain't dead yet. He's going to come out because, like we said at the beginning, the season starts at Daytona. He's only 13 points back. That is nothing. That's nothing. I want and... Well, you say it's nothing, but... I mean, 13 points is, I think it's a lot. And I think it's a lot because you have Chase Sexton on any given day can be up there. Lawrence, who's an animal, Webb, is, is, he's fired up right now. And he, he, he's writing really good. And we're seeing an AP we've never seen before. And they're all ahead of him in points. Not even to mention an Anderson who can turn it on on random, random nights. And same with Ken Roxon, who he's good. If he gets a start, he can walk away. Like, and you have to beat all of those guys, they start. Ga- you have to mainly beat Jet to gain points. I just think 13 is a lot. Now, um, I said this before Arlington. I don't think Tomac's back. Nope, nope, nope. But how can he get back? Now, Amanda already said she fully she stamped it, put it in the mail. He's back. He's in. Let everyone know. I'm not there. My the stamp's in my hand though, and I'm ready to. St- I'm ready to stamp, but I'm not stamping it just yet. I said he needed to podium Arlington. He needed to show something for him to be back, and he showed it he showed in a it. big way. But having that momentum going into Daytona, I think, is so huge. Because imagine if Tomac put together a, especially after that little wreck, maybe he only comes back to sixth, fifth, maybe in Arlington. I'm going into Daytona like, ah, no, no. It might be his house, but no. But after what he just did in Arlington, oh, boy, that sleeping dragon's awake now. Now, Cooper was lucky that there wasn't more time on that that clock. Hey, yeah. You get more time, and if he didn't go down, which, yeah, it's dumb mistakes, whatever. And that was all on he him, too. Was that wasn't, on that wasn't anyone, yeah. yeah. He was on it. Well, there, no one had anything for him. When yeah. was the last time, <clears throat> at least this year, like Tomac was the has been the only guy to be able to rip through the pack like that? Yeah, yes, this yes, year, yeah. Period. That, it's from that, sixteen that to second. Yeah, that far back with with having an issue too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't like uh, when they were watching him, he would just ride up onto guys. I think what's going to be Sexton, Plessinger, any of them. I just think what's right going to be huge is um, uh, for I think this is pivotal right here is. For Tomac this weekend, I do like him to win. I, I do want him to win. I'm just putting that out there. I'm, obviously, I want AP to win. Obviously, I mean, we all want that. And if that were to happen, Who doesn't be, want it? that would be absolutely wild. He should blow up the bike doing a burnout afterwards. But um, this is Tomac's house. The, I don't think it's good for Tomac to go get the whole shot and go. Because I don't think he does well from that position. He's a really good chaser and then throw the burners on and, and do something. I think what he needs is Jet to not get a good start. He needs to beat Jet off the start. If he can beat Jet off the start, Tomac can go win this thing. I, I think that's all it really takes because if Jet gets the whole shot, I'm a little scared that he's gone. Like gone, like I understand what gone. we saw last weekend, but this is a long track. There's more room to work with, like almost like an elders. There's more room to work with. Well, we saw, and it's a little I scary mean, to me. Jets are. It just takes that one crash. We saw that with uh, Cooper Webb and Roxon. What was it? Three years ago. Oh yes. Roxon had maybe like a 
30-second lead, went down in the whoops, that big, long whoop section, yep, and then yep. Cooper Webb caught back, got around him, and was able to hold him off for the last two laps. I just lap I, and a half. I, I just think if Jet is out front, he's not going to make that same mistake twice. We just saw Jet's it. already making mistakes. He already crashed in press day. He already did this. He's just a mind I, lapse, something just... We're seeing a just rookie don't, jet. I just feel it's like that. I just yeah. feel like you don't want someone like him getting momentum. We are seeing that's a all. real. And if, he, if, he, if if Jet wins this race, I think this whole championship is pressing the panic button. Mm-hmm. If Jet wins this race, it, it'll it'll gap out the points, and I think the whole series is hitting that little panic button. Because it, it's just a momentum shifter. He beat Tomac at Tomac's house right when Tomac's turning it on. That's all. I guess it's all going to depend on when that gate drops. See That's how true. everything That's shakes true. out. Is there is there anyone in this lineup? I know we're, we're talking a lot about um, Tomac. We obviously, we want to win. Jet has the ability to win. Is there anyone on this list here that you think like is a sneaky dark horse? Who, who who would be your pick as a dark horse that that legit has not like you want to win but like you legit think has a chance to win this one web web what about you i hate that this is even coming out of my mouth right now feels like blasphemy dylan Fernandez. Just Wait, can, can you I, leave? Can you I, get out of here? It's blasphemy. This is like when Amanda a couple weeks ago picked Lorenzo Lucrucio to fucking win the two fifties. I was like, Don't what? you even compare so, that? Wait, no. you're, you're you're okay. I, okay, I get the web thing. I totally I get where you're coming from. He's the been only close. guy he's lost to in the last six years was Tomac, and he's been close. He's been yeah, right there. Yeah. So I get where you're coming from, and obviously I'm on board. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm always aboard the web wagon, but like, okay, I. I'm curious about this Dylan Fernandez pick. Obviously, tell me about it. Tell that's me. odd. Let me let obviously. me just say. Okay, tell obviously, me about it. I want Tomac to win. But goddamn, it's, it's on the record. Yeah, it's on the record. Goddamn, Dylan Fernandez has looked good all year. He's yes. an outdoor specialist. He's had a quiet year on that Honda where he's just kind of you know, he's really good at those fourths and fifths and just kind of being there. I think if he was to have a breakout ride, it would be this weekend. I don't want him to win. Like, let, let me preference that. And, and I'm not trying to be an asshole to him because he seems like a decent guy. And actually, a buddy of mine is a mechanic or is his mechanic now. So, like, I want to see him do good just for uh, our buddy Darlin, or Dalen's sake. But he's just been so good all year. And he's just slowly building up. You know, he's right there. If there was a weekend for him to come out and win, it would be this weekend. He's... Just can't get the starts. No, and and I like I said, that's the he, hardest part for Dylan. Like in Supercross, that's his been his mo. Even in the 250 class, the only difference in the 250 class, he's been able to rip through the pack. Yeah, now he can't do it because everyone we've always said that he is more of an outdoor rider. He's he is stereotypical in that MXGP we've rider. I feel like you know he's been close on the Yamaha. He's been riding good on the Honda. I don't he really have. I don't want him to win. But if he did win. I wouldn't be shocked. And here's where I'm going to go with this. My response with that, Danny, is I think you're crazy, but I won't count it out because Justin Brayton won that one year. Exactly. And you can't count Daytona's it out. Daytona's magical. You, you, you can't. And, and so that is that's out of left field. Like That is a wild, wild pick. The person I'm picking as a dark horse to win it that I truly think could win it is AP. 
I don't think a he's dark a dark horse, horse either at all. He's at not all. a dark he's horse. He's been on the podium. Okay, so then Webb's not a dark horse then. No. Webb sucks at Daytona. Bullshit. You're full of shit. I said oh what I said. No. He can lead up there. I want you to go look at past look results. Look at the stats. What? The only guy he lost to in the last six years. The next best person Tomac. besides Tomac is Webb. And yeah. Webb has been there like so a dog Basically right what you're telling me time. is he can't finish at that, right, at that track. Dude, he's won, he's won Arlington six times. Shut the fuck you up. Just can't are we be, racing Arlington this weekend? They call it Tomac's are, house for are a reason. We, yes, are we, exactly. at Arl- are we at Arlington this weekend? No, but no, you're, we're at Daytona. But you're saying that Webb's a dark horse? Yeah. No, When's the last okay, time you're you contradicting won yourself every single time. In what way? Okay, so shh, okay, let's rewind this. Yes, let's rewind okay. this, okay? Mm-hmm. You're saying he's a dark horse because when was the last time he won Daytona? When was the last time AP won Daytona? When was the last time anyone else won Daytona besides exactly. Justin Braden? Crickets. But crickets. Crickets. I'm talking right now. Shut up. Aaron Plessinger is an outdoor guy. Like, he is built for the outdoors. You kind of, like, with the season he's having, you expect it. Webb, I expect him to be on the podium. He ain't going to win it. So that's why he's a dark horse. I could see Plessinger coming out and all of a sudden just tallywhacking everyone and whack, whack, whack and getting a win. Cooper Webb has led this race multiple times. He can't finish here. Neither can AP. Last time we saw AP here, he just wadded himself and broke his ankle. Yeah, broke his heel. He what up? But oh. I feel like his chance, I feel like he's less of a dark horse than Cooper Webb at this race. I don't agree with a single word no. you're saying. You're way off. You're way off. Way off. I would say I AP is a more more of a dark horse than Webb is. Webb's coming off he's of a win. He's got better stats. Yeah. At Daytona. Oh, 100% he has better stats. Way better. Just because I mean, you are still good. Just because still going to be up you there. You pick Dylan Ferrandis out of nowhere. I feel like Dylan Ferrandis is a better pick than Cooper Webb. Oh, I said what I said. Oh you are God. higher you? giraffe pussy. Then I'm not. What? I'm not talking about you know. I would. I would put or whatever. Lawrence winning this race over Dylan Ferrandis. Well, that's just retarded. <laughs> no, for sure not. <laughs> that I, I would pick Hunter Lawrence over Dylan Ferrandis. Yeah, that's that's Dylan Ferrandis is probably going to hit the fucking tunnel. <laughs> that'll be the rider. on the start. He's going to yeah. be the guy to hit the tunnel. Yeah, that'll be it. No, I'm just saying. Obviously, Tomac. Past that, it's kind of a throw up, but I Okay, I so hold on, hold on, hold on, bass, hold on. Pass that. I'm, I'm going to make a bet with you right now. Dylan Ferrandis doesn't even make in the top five. How much are we betting? 20 bucks. Walker, let's send it. There we go. There we go. Done. It, uh, it, it's stamped. Uh, Ian, you're the witness of that. I saw it. You're the witness. Of I saw Dylan Ferrandis not in the top five. And if Dylan Frandis, and now nah, I'm not even going to say that one. I was going to say, are we no. going to put a parlay on it if he wins, I get 100 or something like that? Yeah, Bumps but then if he up. doesn't win, then I don't get shit. What if he's, exactly. out, then he's outside the top 10, then you get 100. Outside the top Ooh, 10? I don't like 10. that, though. I don't I'll like take that, that at all. all day long. If he wins, he gets 100. If Brandis, he's outside the top 10, you get 100. And then hey, if also, he's in between in the middle, it doesn't matter. Also, hold Gosh, on, hold on, hold top on. Top five, you got to give him 20 then, bucks. Then, yes, I would take that all day. Under hey, Colton, top five, Colton, let's just bucks. go back down memory lane. How's betting against Ferrandis this year doing for you? I, I'm 0-1 on that. Yeah, exactly. So but maybe I, I have also a Double up, baby. Can yeah. Let her ride. Come maybe, on, let's go. Maybe Danny knows what the fuck he's talking about. Danny, oh. you never know. Oh. You think uh, uh, that Cooper Webb is a bigger dark horse than Aaron Plessinger? Yeah. That makes no sense. 
It's going to be a for good this race. Track, I know that. If, if anything, I'd put them in the same boat. But to say outright that AP is this much better and not a dark horse and Cooper Webb's not even, not even going to be close to winning this thing, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, I didn't say he's not going to be close to winning it. He's always you close to winning it. You said he has no chance at winning it, but he, you can see him on the podium. No, he's always close to winning yeah. it, but he fucking sucks at finishing at this race. He'll lead laps. I I I I'd almost put money on that. He'll lead laps, but then something will happen. I hope you people he'll that come, are listening to he'll this he'll come in and are in the same page I am. Okay, okay, I just, okay. I just <laughs> I just can't take this. I can't take this anymore. Where where do we put Sexton? Is he, his hand still fucked up or what? <laughs> he'll Apparently, be a, he'll be a he's riding like shit. He'll be a fourth place. Finish, he was not probably. very good in Arlington. No. Oh god. He just didn't have the fire. Are we gonna? He get was a, solid, but are no we fire. finally gonna get a fucking bingo and him wash his front end out? We already have a bingo. Did we? Did he yeah. watch? Jason Wygant called them uh, pointy boys. Oh, I we didn't got, see we that. had okay. um, uh, moto memes. We got we got a bingo going. We got a bingo. Uh, no, I I, <sighs> I think they fix the front end, but they're working with. I, he's got to have time on the bike. Look at AP. Took him a while yeah. to get used yeah. to it, jive yeah. with it. He just needs the time with the bike. Yeah, and I know he got a win, but that was like a super mutter. And that, that just kind of super mutter. That was that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yes, officially he got a win, and I get that. But that that was different. But um, mutters are a weird one. They. Yeah, it's just one of those weird. Um, Chase Sexton, man. It was looking to be a good championship, but over these last two rounds, it's not been good looking. And I and I get it. He's single digits back still. He's still in it. There, anyone after Tomac is out. Tomac is the final guy I'd say that has a chance, and that's 13 points back. Anyone after that, I don't think so. Uh, Anderson was 17 back. I don't think he can make it. He'd have to go on a run, a run, and start winning some things. For sure. And the same with Rox with 19 back. I just don't see that anything like that. Um, I would say Tomac is that final line, and this weekend's pivotal. If Tomac needs to gain points on Jet this weekend, everybody, to, uh, yeah, to say that at least the lead, win. gain points Something. on the lead. Yeah, we got it. We got to tighten it up. Like it's already yeah. a tight championship, so, but it's got to get can, tightened up. If we can bring it down to ten points, nine points, like mm. that's all that matters. Yeah, oh yeah, that's all that single matters. digits. Yeah, so I'm single being, digits. Because then anything can happen. I mean, yes, there's still a lot of racing left. We've seen. I mean, just last year as an example with Tomac and Sexton, like literally anything can happen. So you never know. But I think single digits is that safe space. If you can keep it in there, you. You got some wiggle room to work with. You also got to look at it if you, because we have the points up right now. Top four are all race winners. Eli's the first one that you know top, or he's in fifth right now without a race win. So once he starts breaking into those race wins, it's gonna help him a oh, lot. I mean, we've seen it. He turns it on after Daytona, yeah. like, and so that's that's what I'm saying. It's is like snowball. This is a very very pivotal race right here, like big time. This could change. The momentum of the series. If I was Jet, Cooper, Aaron, or Chase, I would be doing everything I possibly could to keep Eli back because that man, once he gets on a roll, and especially at Daytona, like Ian said, that's a snowball. And it snowballs fast so and it snowballs let me, hard. Let me ask you guys this question. And and um, short answers, and then we'll dig into it. But I want to know both your answers. And Danny, I want you to answer first. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, you, like you just brought up the rest of the field. Okay, what would they do? What would they rather have, or whatever, for this race? Okay, um, when it comes down to oh, oh, having to take on the rest of this race, if, if this race right here defined the rest of the season on how it was going to go, rather 
if Jet won and he goes on a roll and the rest of the team, like the uh, rest of the field have to stop him or stop if Tomac wins and goes on a tear, you know, same, same outcomes. If you were one of these other riders, would you rather have to take down Jet on a roll or Tomac on a roll to, to fight the championship? You'd rather take on Jet? Jet on a roll all day long. Okay. Ian? Jet? Because we, I mean, we haven't seen Jet finish in Supercross. We saw him finish in outdoors. Yeah. But I think just because it's different, different terrain, you can't quite ride the same way. And Tomac is so good late in the season. Same with Webb, but Tomac is just rock solid late in the season. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I just, We've I been, was curious about that because there is this weekend could define a couple things. Tomac could start his role. And like you said, the field needs to do whatever they can. Would you rather be a field trying to prevent or catch or anything like that with Tomac on a run or Jet on a run? It's a, I think it's a valid question. And, and I kind of saw it going that direction. Would with you, you rather guys, yeah. stop a guy who is new at this technically and, you know, not really experienced and hasn't been in this position before and is still making those rookie mistakes? Or would you rather stop a two-time champion who is a Dog so in the second when half I when I when I when you when you say that though when you say that though, uh, and I understand he came back, but Tomac had that mistake. Tomac also had those races where he fell back. I understand he's got momentum on his side, especially if he wins this weekend. I get that, but that he, Tomac is notorious, and you can't deny me on this. He is notorious for having those weird, just like just one, a couple rounds that are just weird, like a ninth, a tenth. Like what the fuck was that? And now he already had his. He did. I'd almost be a little bit more scared of Jet, because Jet is—he's. I understand you say he he makes me these mistakes, and he has, but man, he's dangerous up front. He he really is. Um, I, I'd be a little a little nervous there because he might go down, but he's still going to finish good. He's still going to be right there. He's only going to give up a couple points. I see him as a manager. Um, I'd be more scared of a guy that just went twenty-two and zero in outdoors. I understand that's outdoors, but. I don't see it as I understand he's a rookie in Supercross, but I don't think he, he doesn't get nervous at the line. He doesn't get that stuff. He just went twenty two and zero against the best of the best. Mm. I know because mm. Tomek wasn't in there. I can't ah. Danny. But what I, 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 I just not have won Southwick. I know that. I just yeah. I just think it's it, it it it's two different animals. You got the vet and the new fast dog. That's that's literally exactly. what it is. Exactly. It, it, you can make the argument go in both directions. I'm on the jet side of things. You guys are on the Tomac side of things. Everyone's right. There's there is no wrong answer. It's all based on opinion. Um, it, it's the same battle. You're two of the arguably the baddest dudes about to go on a run, and that's the way it is. And honestly, if we were, you know, we're all on the same page here. We want Tomac to win this weekend. One Titans the championship. Takes on the the snowball effect, protects his home, all that stuff, but it adds a new race winner. Right. And I'd also be okay if Anderson so shockingly won this thing because I'm all about tight championships and race winners, and that's what we've been having this year. Yeah, it's been a great year of racing so far. It really has. You can want whoever you want, and you can do whatever you want, but we got to remember, we're going in to the house of the king, number three. How do you bet against anyone other than number three? He's gonna go out there other than Aaron, you know, do it for he's he's yeah. vocally he's doing said it for he's Dale. Those, it for those Dale. are the clear two favorites. Yeah. Clear two favorites. How can you not yeah. you are going they are, they into are. the house that Earnhardt built? How can yeah. you not go against the or how can you go against the three? Yeah, but I But going know. into that, last weekend, I think Eli proved that you know what? I will have a bad race. 
but watch me grind this out and by pure fucking grit i will get back onto the second position i think if you swap that if you had jet go down like that it would have snowballed and he would have had another mistake and he would not have gotten up to second exactly so, so they will yeah. both make the mistakes but eli is more seasoned and more refined to where he'll have that mistake and he'll get up and go all right i'm good now to where Jet will have that mistake, he'll push three times as hard to get back up to where he was and have four mistakes in that push. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'd be I'd be way more afraid of Tomac. Yeah. I agree with Danny there. I think you put Jet in that same scenario where he's in 16th, he's going to end up accidentally running into someone or forcing something that shouldn't have been forced. He was running, what, second? Was he, I, I, I'm drawing a blank now, but he was running second and ran in the back of Freeze. I mean, that, oh, see, that was a tough one. I think uh, it was just a bad call by him. Was there was nowhere to go. Him. He was blitzing the whoops. There was nowhere to go. That was a bad call. But, but he, he was behind the lap. Just got He's pitched still, up. Yeah, and Webb Web And if his just, brother didn't give him a fucking present and say, oh, I'm going to go straight off the track. I he think he was it. also blitzing the whoops, but I think Hunter's not good in the whoops. I think no. he struggles he, in the whoops. It's, it's going to take a lot of learning from him. I feel bad because... I don't feel bad, but I thought Hunter was going to do better than he did this season because he is definitely like his riding style fit the 450 better. Mm -hmm. And he kind of came up and kind of lackluster. I think he'll be better next year. He's going to get better. Yeah, his like, you know, because obviously all the attention's on his brother. He's just kind of, you know, the other bike in the tent that happens to be there. But I really thought he was going to do better. And when he just went straight off the track and kind of gave Jet that position... I lost a little bit of respect for him right there. So, but there is, you know, their team tactics and whatever, and like, oh, he's going for a championship, and I'm barely in top ten. Like, I'm not going to be the dick that causes him points because what did that been? A positions one or two points? Two more points. Yeah, up so there. Top five. I, now I, it's I a got something for you guys. I got something for you guys for for, for Dayton. How many times has Eli Tomac won in Daytona? Is it six? I believe it's seven. I thought it was seven. Is it seven? Yeah. Mm, that ruins my. He's whole, going for eight. That ruins my whole argument. Okay. Well, I was I was gonna. I could be wrong. It could was, be seven. So he could be going for seven. For the show's sake, we're 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 he's got six. We're going for seven. For the show's sake. Okay. For my argument's sake, I'm, gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewrite some history right here. Okay, so back it up. It might a be bit. seven. Okay, so. I've seen now, and it, it just came out this morning. I saw it. Two days ago, but um, we I got a connection in in the gear line area. But um, there's some limited edition gear coming out for Fly and Alpine Star, and they're all along the same lines. They're very colorful and very bright. Um, I, they're eh, they're a little they're a little weird, but but I would stamp Tomac as a 100% race winner if he says fuck that le. Okay, he wears his all black for Dale. Races the number three because if he goes win and gets gets that one and now my argument was to say he'd go get his seventh one okay that was gonna be my argument he already has seven so he's going for eight my argument was saying he's gonna go for seven you know how many championships Dale Earnhardt Senior had in that number three seven championships so that was gonna be my argument but damn it he's going for eight there is some other history though that's damn up it. on the line right now because what, what's what's that right now there are two people with seven wins at the Daytona track. The King, Richard Petty, 
than mm. Eli Tomac. So mm. if he wins this weekend, he takes a it's he like, takes sole it, win. It's the like winningest in, in racer all, in all sports, like the winningest all Daytona winningest guy. Daytona twenty four hours, better. Daytona five hundred, Daytona Supercross, even better. Yeah, because right now. Richard Petty got lucky. You're selling me, Danny. Yeah. You're selling me. Yeah, I'm Richard. Good. Richard Petty, and this is going off on another tangent. Sorry, but Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt got lucky that Jimmy Johnson only won seven. So technically, you know, they're all equal. Whatever. Eli can go out there and go, "Hey, Richard, this is my record. Get out of here. Yeah. Take your cowboy hat and leave." Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we got a lot of things going on this weekend. So this is a. Uh, uh, stay tuned. We will have a review for you guys. Um, um, we're shooting for possibly Sunday night. Let's let's get together for Sunday night uh, review. The, I'm I'm pumped. Obviously, yeah, this is the longest episode we've ever had, but we, this this has been a fun one. It's a uh, boys, thank you for coming in and uh, joining me on this podcast. It's been a fun. We got to do this more often. You're welcome get, for coming. Get, yeah. get Good to be guys. here again. <laughs> Good to be here again. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Um, but right on, guys. Uh, please, if you like this, uh, if you've made it this far. Um, Please uh, like, subscribe, share this podcast. Um, we love to see that this is growing. It's, it's pretty cool. We're in uh, 13 states and now four countries, which is kind of wild looking at the map. But uh, uh, let, let's keep this thing going. Um, thank you for listening. And we'll get back to you guys uh, after Daytona. Let's go, Tomac. Let's get it, Tomac. Later, Scrubs.